Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth. I Guess know. who's who? <laughs> Alexis, you did this last Sorry. episode. It's true. It's like, I'm a goth. Listen, I have goth tendencies. Emo is goth light. Yes, yeah. it is. Right? Goth adjacent, yes. too. Goth adjacent. It's, it's goth adjacent, yes. I mean, I the music that I listen to, goths would be embarrassed by because there's nothing less goth there's than no thrashy. pop punk music. You know what, though? But there are certain things with pop punk, like with Blink-182, yeah. they've got some goth tendencies. Right. Like Miss You is a goth song. True. That's a goth song. But the, the real bands that I listened to were... Influenced by Blink One Eighty Two, so you're like another. Not, yeah, yeah. You're, it's you're like removed a game, it's like a one game, more time. It's like a game of telephone. Yeah, it's like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It, yes, but it's it takes six a while. It takes a while to get to Sisters of Mercy. I it really it. does. <laughs> um, but you know what? I it, I feel like I have a little goth in my heart. So I think that's you a, do. That's like I, th- I think you both do. There's well, a lot of darkness in this one over here. Alexis has what? a lot of yeah. uh, uh, emotional demons. darkness. <laughs> Demon. What? It's darkness and demons. Demons is what they call them. Yeah. There's a reason why I look look so sad. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. You are black on the outside because black is how you feel on the inside. Thank you. Yeah, that's, Alexis has some that's demons. Marcy. That's okay. We'll get to that. Yeah, see, I didn't know that because I'm not goth. <laughs> I didn't get you that later. You fucking knew it because I cried and told Jacqueline several times. No, I didn't understand the, the Morrissey oh, yeah. lyric yeah. that he said. Oh, no. Yeah, Marcy, Billy, but Billy's not good at bringing things full circle. Marcy like, Billy, you could have set us up a little better because for like, I dropped Jack it. to have a moment of like, <laughs> yes. But Billy is also, you know what he is good at? He's very good at throwing out references that nobody will understand. Yes. Good job, Billy. Yes. You succeeded That's in your That's very efforts. Gen X, by the way. <laughs> very Gen X. You succeeded. Talking to two millennials. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Billy, I think it's time to talk about our dark day. What is it today? So today is May 27th. And in 1998, Michael Fortier was sentenced to 12 years in prison. Now, do you guys know who Michael, Michael Fortier is? No. No idea. All right. You know who the uh, the Oklahoma City bombing, actually, we did an episode McVeigh. on... Yes. Timothy McVeigh. Timothy McVeigh, yes. So how is McVeigh connected to Michael Fortier? So Michael Fortier actually helped in the planning of the bombing. He actually helped Timothy McVeigh scout out the federal building in mm-hmm. Oklahoma City. His wow. his wife actually helped Timothy McVeigh 
make a fake driver's license that was used to rent that rider truck that he used to to bomb the Oklahoma City building. Wait, Why so were these people helping Timothy McVeigh? What was the relationship? They were just buddies. And here's the thing is that... It's insane. Who no. the fuck would help some... Like, I love you, but we wouldn't help each other do a crime. Absolutely not. I'd sooner die. Love you, but... How do crazy people... Sorry, I know Billy wants to tell you a story, but how do crazy people find each other like that? That's insane. Not sure. I just find people who I want to do good with. Yeah, and just like have a beer with. Right. Take a nap with. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Michael Forte actually agreed to testify against Tim McVeigh and uh, Nichols, Terry Nichols, uh-huh. in exchange for a lower sentence. And immunity for his wife. So his wife got nothing. Nothing. For making the... And who knows... You know what? Who knows? She might have been making the fake ID. He needs a fake ID. Who knows? She thought no, he was she just trying to... sketchy as fuck. She yeah. got lucky. Yeah. All right. So he gets 12 years in prison on this day in May 27, 1998. He was fined $75,000 for failing to warn about this crime that was going to happen. Took the lives of... But here's the thing. Did we really need his testimony? Because we had so much evidence against this guy. Right. I mean, if you ever seen the sketch, there's never been a sketch that was better for a perpetrator than the sketch of the Oklahoma City bomber and what looked like Timothy McVeigh. It is dead on. Match them up together. So he was actually released, this guy Fortier. He served only seven and a half years. He was released for good behavior, and he's now in the witness protection program. Wow. He has a new identity. So May 27th, this is the dark day. That doesn't sound like justice to me, Billy. And normally your whole spiel is like to justice. It doesn't seem like justice to no. be complicit in such a diabolical plot that took so many lives. And then to just slither out the other side. Yeah. It's a matter of the prosecutors just wanted to get something so airtight concrete yes. but it really so high profile but it really seemed like yes exactly they, so they, many people died they, government w- workers they wanted yeah. to they weren't fucking around they wanted to dot the i's and cross the t's so they gave this guy a deal but at the end of the day if you know and, and here's the message to everybody if you know somebody is doing something bad say something and that, that's, that's what blows my mind in every single one of these stories that you, you hear about somebody like this guy, where it's like, you heard your buddy was planning this horrific fucking act, and then you were going to go help him out? Like, how do people find each other like that? It blows my mind every single time. No, I don't even want my friends to know when I'm having a sinister thought, let alone <laughs> going to commit a sinister act. That's true. You know, it's like, sometimes I'm like, hey, Jack, I've been having this thought. And it's literally just about, like, getting double coupons on something. <laughs> and I'm, like, afraid to tell her about that. That's the thing. I'm like, I always wonder about the conversation that's had between people when it comes to something like that. Well, you know it's ongoing. You know that they- It starts they, off small. They take temperature. They give a little, they give like, a hey, little bit. Hey, I had a really weird dream last night. I, I killed someone. They're like, weird. I've never had a dream like that. I was like, I had the exact same dream, bro. And what then, would you do in your next dream? Yeah, you hypothetically. keep like dipping your toes in like a little bit further. It's oh, you keep pu- like pushing poking, the envelope, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, dude, I you know would be totally fine if you had a dream about torturing and dismembering someone. You, they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be fine if you had like a homemade guillotine. Let's talk about this some more, and then it just goes from there. There, but like, hey, guys, the second you guys begin this, just kill each other. Okay. I stand by this. All right. I wouldn't. Do not 
kill mm. outside no, 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 of yourself. No. Time, time out. Nope. Uh, uh, oh my God. Kill? No. If you are going to kill someone else and that's right, part y- of your y- vernacular, y- all right, y- uh, just kill yourselves. All right, I understand right. what you're Not, I, I understand the sentiment, but... <laughs> sentiment. Sentiment. Yes, but the please. I understand the sentiment. Yes. Uh, no, by the way. All right. Uh, all, all we're saying is tell sure. the authorities, yes. Uh-huh. Yes, tattletale, <laughs> tattletale on your fucked up neighbor yes, who's gonna kill someone when they say they're going to create a bomb. Yes, yes. Well, that I mean, that's a fucking crazy that's story. A, it a, blows my mind every single time. It's a dark day. It's a very dark, dark day. Well, stick around because up next we've got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead guilty or not guilty? All right, so it's time for On the Stand. On the Stand today, we're each bringing a subject that we're bringing on the stand. We're either in defense or we're prosecuting it, and the other two vote if it's guilty or innocent at the end. And then we're going to bring all of our firsties to vote as well because none of our opinion really matters at the end of the day, right? I mean, it matters greatly, but (laughs) pretend it doesn't. (laughs) It, It matters none. I'm going to go first. Yeah, girl. On the stand. You're an empowered woman. On the stand today is the concept of washing your legs in the shower. Now, I am prosecuting washing your legs in the shower. This, like my bucket hat debate, has been a debate. Billy is looking at me weird already. Okay. It's been a debate that I have had personally uh, it's been brought up in brunch conversations, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. casually, you know, do you wash your legs in the shower? And it always turns into this gigantic debate. It's also turned into a, ba- a debate online that has gotten to the likes of like the Today Show, large talk shows, because people are so polarized by this topic of washing your legs in the shower. I personally do not wash my legs in the shower because I believe that when you wash the important parts of your body, the soap and the water will residually wash off anything that you would have had on your legs. Leg impurities, if you will. Leg impurities. Unless I was rolling in the dirt or I had an extremely dirty day, I personally don't take soap and wash my legs as themselves. Mm. What are your thoughts on this? So we're going to diverge here. Uh, because I'm a bath taker. Oh, yes. You like to sit in your soot. Mm, No, I don't have soot. (laughs) You like to sit in your filth. Filth. Okay. No. Um, (laughs) I am a clean, clean lady, and I take showers and baths. I take a shower and a bath every day. So today we had a meeting. I took a bath when I woke up because my body hurt. Okay. Because that's my reality now. So my body hurt. I took a bath, and then usually I use an recently an an OC scrub it, on my legs, yeah. and I shave them. Osea. And then, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know how to say it, but sure, we got it for free in the mail. OC is the best. Anyways, my point is, is that I wash my legs, but by proxy because I shave them. Okay, I also, and this is the point that I was going to make. I shave my legs. Almost every day because I don't like having body hair. And I kind of assume... It's like a skin buffer. It's a skin buffer. So you're exfoliating the top layer of your skin off. Also, there's that little thingy on your shaver that has some kind of a little soap on it. Yeah, it's got a little bit of soap on it. A little strip of... uh, 
of uh, astringent, if you will. A strip of something. And also, it's got like a little textured layer. It's almost like a buffing device. But my point is, is that I shave my legs every day and then I buff them with a little brush. So I think I'm getting the dead skin off. That being said, if I only shower Jacqueline... Mm -hmm. I feel like once a month you got to do like a buffing, skin scrubbing well, r- routine. I, maybe every other week I do do a buffing, skin scrubbing routine mm. because I do a fake tan. Then so you're, I, you're in excellent shape. Yes. You are good to go. But the debate here is that people, there are a lot of people out there, and this is where I'm bringing my facts. There's a Twitter poll of 100, no, 800,000 people that voted, and 20% of people don't wash their legs. 80% of people wash their legs every single time that they shower. That's sick. <laughs> um, I think a healthy medium is fine. I don't know how many times I've actually put soap on my legs. That's but what I've... I'm saying. Lathering and then like you're lathering up your whole body. But here's the thing. And Billy can now weigh in because he's looking at me like I'm a crazy person. This guy doesn't but... even clean his room. You think he cleans his legs? <laughs> <laughs> Billy, what are your thoughts? All right. Listen, as the person with the longest legs in the room... And hairiest, and definitely the dirtiest. Definitely yeah. the dirtiest. Yes, um, I wash my legs with soap. Liar. Every time. Here's something that I've learned: men wash their legs more than women. Who taught you to clean yourself of your family? <laughs> I love like, you say in, that like it's a bad thing because he washes in his your body. family. Who taught you to clean yourself? I imagine it was my mother. <laughs> She's like. Little Billy, huge. You got huge legs. Here's how much soap you need. You put it on this here spongy loofah device and you rub it on your huge legs. Listen, this is the thing. I mean, kids, (laughs) I'm assuming most kids when they're taught to shower is like wash your whole body with soap. But as an adult, it's like, dude, you understand how... You know the soap moves around I in the was, shower. You know what I was though, but not just, taught as just a child. Dropping, you <laughs> know, just, not just because what you. you do. First of all, and I will take offense at the idea that you wash <laughs> the important parts, which is only the upper part. No, of your no, body. not the upper part. The your important under, parts is or your or the under part or whatever. <laughs> and your asshole. No, that's exactly <laughs> the important parts are your underarms and your lady parts. I don't wash my arms. Really? I, I do. Right, I well, want to wash my arms. They don't get dirty. All I don't right. wash my arms either. You know what gets dirty is your, your underarms butt. and your, your lady butt and your butthole. <laughs> all right, all right. First of all, wow. Second of all, <laughs> I knew this would spark a debate. Uh huh. Oh, it's sparking a debate, all right. Yes, no. I think Tell it's us just about a- yours. <laughs> His butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh huh. I no. Listen, I will. I I'm here to see the softer side of the Billy softer Jensen. side of Billy Jensen. Yes, I have. I I wash the most my vulnerable part. Yes, yes. I wash. <laughs> I wash myself in a myriad of ways, Ew. and I do put. <laughs> Ew. And I do put soap on literally every All part. Your... Every part of my body. Sorry, this is what I was gonna say. Is that. From my own personal um, information gathering and my journey into understanding (laughs) how people bathe, men seem to wash their whole bodies more with soap than women do. Like when I watch Jared in the shower, he lathers Mm -hmm. his whole, it's like he's scrubbing. Because we've seen. His life depends on it every day. I'm in a shower slash bath for 
for a reset and a relaxation. I'm not really doing it for... I'm clean, though, but maybe they smell worse than us. No, but Jared doesn't smell at all. He doesn't even have body odor. It's because of his cleaning regimen. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what it is? No, Uh it's because we... we Because he's scrubbing his body with probably one of those coral brushes, plus, (laughs) like, Dr. Bronner's straight-up astringent soap, and he's like, wonder why I never smell, bitch? It's because I fucking rub my red skin raw with this brush. I do wonder. Oh, I'm like, God. fuck, why do I have worse body or odor than my boyfriend? And it must be because I don't wash because myself Because he douses ever. himself in rubbing alcohol. God. Uh-huh. I need to know. Okay, I'm going to end this with my last fact that I found. It was from a dermatologist and she it's Michelle Farber and she says the reason you need to wash with soap is to clean excess dirt and oils from your skin. If your legs are not visibly dirty, it's fine to skip directly soaping them in the shower. Especially patients with drier sensitive skin, skipping the soap as consistently on legs can help prevent dryness. So that is coming from a fucking doctor that went to doctor school. Doctoral school. Doctoral school and she's mm-hmm. agreed she she agrees with me. So she agrees with me. Yeah, girl, you stand by your uh, beliefs. Listen, I don't even care. I'm never going to wash my legs. So I would like to know what your vote votes are for this. Um, that Wa- would be guilty for not. I mean, I, I think mean, you washing should- your legs in the shower. Uh, yes. How do we vote on this? You have s- you've put it on the stand and you want it to be not guilty. Yes, I do want it. So to I'm be not saying guilty. guilty. I'm saying not guilty. I think they're bigger fish to fry. You know what? Wash your armpits, bitches and dicks. Wash them. You know what? Your legs are last on the priority list. I'm not snuggling up to your calf. Well, and you know what smells? Armpits. Yep. And genitals. Yep. Not legs. Not your calf. You've never heard one of those embarrassing stories. <laughs> like, remember when I didn't wash my calf? No, bitch. Remember when we had a stinky calf? Yeah. Do you have a calf? Yeah. Like, that's not even on sure. anyone's radar. Yeah. No, yeah. that It'll, is true. What, good, is it, good what point. does it take? A good 15 seconds. All right, good good job. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm, I feel good about this, and I'm excited for everybody to weigh in. Alexis? Not on guilty. On my, my yeah. stand, on the stand? Yeah, what are you on the, what's, oh, what are you bringing okay. to the stand? Okay. So, Miley Cyrus has several million followers. Okay. <laughs> I think probably a hundred million. Several hundreds millions. She has a mullet. And I want to talk about how we're feeling about the fact that she's bringing this hairstyle back. Is Miley Cyrus's mullet on the stand? I think mullets are on the stand. Yes. Mullets. Mullets. I'm talking the Southern mullet. I'm talking the trailer wow. park mullet. I'm talking the rich Cyrus mullet. I'm talking the mullet you had as a kid, which is what I had, and it's why it's on my radar. Mullets are on the stand. How do we feel about them? Are they framing our faces properly? Are they... <laughs> are they... Uh, they're pretty androgynous. Are they feminine? Are they masculine? Like John Daly, the golfer, had one. Mm, like yeah. I had one as a child. I'm actually here in defense of mullets. Okay. Not as a beautification device, as an empowerment device. Listen, I actually, I'm into this. Thank you. Because it's just the antithesis of everything that's going. I mean, it's always the anti-hairstyle. Mullets have never been... Were they actually cool in the 80s? I mean, my mom gave me one Listen, willingly, so... Uh, yeah, they were very cool in the 80s. So they were actually cool. It wasn't like a ironically It wasn't like a parody, cool. parody Bus- cool. Yeah. Business in the front, party, party in, in the, the back. back. Bitches, can we make that our thing? This is... You know what? I have a feeling <laughs> that mullets might have 
like a legitimate unironic comeback just because of how the fashion trends are evolving and now we're back to the early 2000s and everybody is trying to wear all these weird styles that we never thought would come back in style and it's one of those things where it's so bad that I think I think it's going to be good. Dude, it's ugly chic, but what's most appealing about it is the practicality. Like, we all want long hair, but we don't want it in our fucking face. No, there's nothing more annoying you know, than hair in your face. There's nothing more professional than a bowl cut in the front. <laughs> 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 Where you're at a meeting and you're like, sir, you can trust me with your finances. I will grow your estate. Right? You, wait, you know what mullets are perfect for? <laughs> and it's kind of a bummer that we're, like, coming out of COVID. Mullets are perfect for a Zoom meeting. Fuck you know, yes. you know, where it's like, hey, girl, I've got my like quaffed bangs in the front. <laughs> but bitches, this is a 10 foot long rat tail in That's the back. Right. You turn. It's like you're doing your Zoom <laughs> meeting. You look so professional. You turn it off and then you like flip to the side and like flip your mullet hair around. Dude, The best is when it's trimmed right around the ear where there's not like long hair you tuck behind your ear. It's it's trimmed around your ear and you just have the long yeah. Like yes. the Joe Dirt extension that you can clip mm. right to the nape of your neck. I mean, listen, I'm a hockey player, so I completely agree with everything that you're what saying. What does that have to do with a mullet, though? Because hockey players, origi- <laughs> I think hockey players originated the mullet. Because, Did they? Yeah, because you would you would have to wear a helmet, and then you would want, if you were trying to get some sort of personality out of you know your thing, you would grow your hair in the back. So take a look at Yarmir Yager, who was one of the greatest hockey Is players of all time. Thing? Take a look at him back in like 1994, and you'll see the perfect example of a hockey player mullet. Oh, vote yes if you'd like to see Billy with a mullet. Wait, Billy, have you Facebook ever had group. a mullet ever? Like, of course, yeah. What? You had yeah. a mullet? When right, was your right, mullet? Right before I had Dude, my can mohawk. Dude, dig up I had, these pictures and share right them with be- the Facebook Right before group? I had my, my mohawk, I had a mullet. Mohawk? Yeah. When did you have a mohawk? I had a mohawk, then I had a modified mohawk. But what age are we talking about? Like 15. So you had I a mullet, mullet in junior high. Like 14, 13, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Show us the mullet. We'll need to do a photo can, montage right. of the mullet. Can you I'll, explain? Did you have a bang? Uh, yeah, but I, I, yeah, I would have a bang, but often it would be a bang. It was like parted to the side a little bit. Oh, it was, a, a, it was side a mess. Part yeah. I don't even know if I've seen one of those. Yeah. And then I would do like the, fe- listen, feathering was a big thing back then too. So like you would feather your hair up and, uh, the eighties was not a, a kind time for <laughs> hair. No. Eighties wasn't a kind time for literally anything. No, I, I, I swear to God. There would be a thing where in – so I went to college in – I was a freshman in 1990, 1991, and I'd be looking at people's uh, yearbooks. And if you were drunk Who's or stoned – like 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 somebody like, – like At a would, party? Yeah, yeah, at a party. Anybody's. And you'd be like in somebody's like dorm room or whatever, and then you'd be stoned or drunk, and you'd be looking at these people, and everybody had this gigantic hair. And like have you ever seen the hair of 1980s – girls no, of course yeah it's of cr- course yeah and then you would look at, you would look at each picture and you would go i went to school with her and you totally didn't but the hair you was so like much it was a no, great equalizer no, no. you literally thought because you were because you were drunk or stoned that you actually went to school with that person yeah it's you, because the like, hair with the, with they the all little the bangs same. and the, the hair poof. was so gigantic profound it was insane. profound hair listen i love a big hair so how are we feeling about mullets, guys? I was def- in the defense of the mullets. How are we feeling? I'll say gu- not guilty not for guilty. the mullet. Not guilty Friends? for the mullet. I feel Let it a great unification right yes. now. I feel like, hey, Miley, if you're listening, 
<laughs> we okay. love your mullet. I fucking love you, Miley. Anyways, I was you guys laughing because she's definitely not listening. Of course she's not, but she's fucking cool, and I support you. We and love your Miley. Bold Cyrus. choices for sure. Jacqueline or Billy? Who's going next? <laughs> Did you forget that I already went? <laughs> what? Okay, so forget where we're going with that. Um, what we need to know now is uh, what Billy is putting on the stand and for what reason today. You know what? And I think I'm using this a little bit as a a therapeutic okay. uh, situation. I don't mm. think I'm get, I'm grasping it as much as I should. Okay. But I want to put golf on the stand. Golf. Wow. Golf is something that seems like a good idea to me. Okay. I have played it. Uh, did you wear that silly hat? I did. I, I have hat? worn. Is that where this started? <clears throat> That's no. kind of a golf hat. It is kind of a golf hat. Mm-hmm. I have worn golf, uh, silly golf shorts. I have worn golf shorts that match the golf hat. Oof. Now, yeah, I know. Yeah, the, the look that Jack just gave was probably the most horrifying look I've ever seen. I just don't think I need Billy in a matching outfit. Really? Or billion shorts. We or that hat. Or shorts. You your legs wear, are too long for a short. You don't need to wear mm. that little hat. You don't need to wear those little golf shorts. You don't need to wear a little belt or a little shirt that tucks into your little shorts. <laughs> you don't need to wear those little socks that pull out of your little golf shoes. You don't need to wear the little golf cart that drives you around the little golf course. You don't need any of these little things because you're a big, strong man. You, you know, know what? You literally, <laughs> in that moment, wrote a kid's book. <laughs> you are welcome, bitches. The little golf, golf shorts and the little golf hat. The little, driving the little golf cart around the little golf course. The little Billy golf, and the little golf course. Yes. It's a little goth golf that could. Yes. Yes. And we'll, I will we'll refine I, that. Yes. And I, and I will say that, yes, if the golf course was at night... I might oh, be into it. You don't like the okay. It's the sun, Billy. Most sports are played during the day That's in right. some sort of a sunlight. Not hockey, except for hockey, which I understand. Mm-hmm. During the day, you play roller hockey during the day outside. So. No, it's usually at seven o'clock at night. So sometimes it's it's usually when the sun is going down. So you mm. get that transformation of the light into the darkness, and in the darkness is where I excel. Okay, is this a metaphor for something else? Yeah, it's a metaphor for everything. Uh huh. Um. So about golf so what else do you not like about it other than it being during the day and you are you know unconfident in your matching golf shorts and how i'm not necessarily that good at golf i will say that i'm good at the long game i'm good at the short game i'm not good at the middle game no one's now, better at the long game than jacqueline but that's a different that's a story. long con that I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i will say that i do like the fact that in the first time i ever i ever played golf a woman comes around in a golf cart and then sells you beer. Yes. Well, so this is, is where incredible. I'm in defense of golf um, for some reasons and then not in others. But four is that you can drink beer while playing it. There are not many sports that you can drink while playing it, but golf is one of them. So I'm, I'm into the drinking mm-hmm. aspect of golf. I'm into the golf cart aspect of golf. Oh, wow. I'm into, but that's where it ends. No. You're on to something. What? You can drink beer while drinking golf. That is... (laughs) While drinking golf. (laughs) You can drink beer while playing golf. That's libations during a leisure activity. That's libations, baby. Then you can have a golf cart. That is the quintessential luxury, right? You have a, a little car to drive you around on this lush grass playing your rich sport. Cool, cool, cool. It goes beyond there. Okay. 
servitude is allowed. A caddy is lugging your shit around for you, and it's not looked down upon because you pay them very well. Yes. This is a spoiled son of your friend who can who owns the golf course. You know, it's an okay servitude mm. situation. Yes. Those are three things that are taboo that is okay in golf. That's yes. true. Which might be the reason why golf should be <laughs> guilty. Of, no, you're saying not guilty. You're saying you no. no I'm you saying hate golf, golf. I'm saying you don't golf like those things. Guilty. So why no. do you hate golf? Billiam. No, because it's a waste of prime real estate. Disagree. Golf is innocent. <laughs> Listen, I'd, I, I'd rather they be cemeteries. Boom. Wow. You'd rather dead people be where people have joyous outings with their you know families. What? Why I, can't it be a cemetery and a golf course? But I will, why can't the golf course be or the cemetery be down the road? But, I but will, why can't the cemetery just be like kind of obstacle courses for your golf playing? But no. I, <laughs> but I will say this. Mini golf courses, all about them, all the time. Well, here's the thing, and I haven't. I mean, I need to bring it up if we're talking about top, or golf is Top Golf, mm -hmm. which is one of my favorite outings in the entire world. Different than just golf, but that's what I'm saying. The things that I like about golf are the drinking and then the fun riding around. Uh, that's also what I like about Top Golf is the drinking and then you're just playing. It's basically a glorified bowling. Yes. The thing I don't like about golf is the boringness of it and then the the acute skill that you must have oh i love your use of the word acute but it's true it's, it's a like precision sport precision that i sport. don't have the patience mm, for mm, mm, i need mm. to be like i need to use my strong arms <laughs> to haphazardly throw a basketball <laughs> In the direction of something it could but, go in. No, but this is why top golf is at somebody's head. No, but this is why top golf is good because you're just whacking the ball, and then literally the golf the holes are thirty feet wide. Yes, I can do that. That's why top golf is great because you're not trying to get it. It's not precision at all. You just whack it, and then also you don't even have to make it in the hole on the first bounce. It can also roll from fifty mm -hmm. feet away accidentally into another hole. See the kinds of sports I like are like how. How hard do I hit this soccer ball with my leg, which is my strongest muscle? And Fling. it hits this person in the face, <laughs> and I win, you know, yeah. hypothetically. Yes, or that's a, that's pass a fun, them into a goal. That is a fun game. A I know they, I know they do. I hate precision sport. sports. No, They're not for me. No, fuck that. Although mm -hmm. you have – don't let Jacqueline fool you. She'll be like, yeah, yeah, that's such a hard sport. I'm not going to do that. And then she'll beat you and pummel you and embarrass you. Because she's like, I'm not athletic. And then she's like the most suspiciously athletic mm. person. It's For just... someone who never moves, the most sedentary person I know. <laughs> not sedentary. Completely sedentary. <laughs> oh completely sedentary. Yeah. She's like, yeah, but it's past eight. So I'm actually in my hybrid and of state. She'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um... Yeah. I'm gonna be in my relaxed time. I'm like, what about noon? She's like, no, that's <laughs> too late. It's too late. Yeah. Or you, you missed. But she, but she drives a jeep just to make everybody think that she's. My like point out. is, no, is I'm not sedentary she either. She says no to things, and then when you muster her strength, she'll mm -hmm. fucking beat you and pummel you. And it's a she's a she's a shark. She's a pool shark of life. Mm -hmm. I am just. Cause, I mean. I don't have to talk about it. I just show up and fucking do it. You know, you makes me sick. That's how I live my I life. I still have a skier's thumb from it, from from being tricked by Jacqueline to go down a mountain body first, where my whole body and face was skinned by a mountain. <laughs> Jack was like, "Cool, cool, cool. It'll be fun." I'm like, "Great." 
Let's go down that black diamond. She hurt me, and I'm still in physical therapy. That's okay. All right. Well, I am. Uh, golf, golf is not guilty in my book. Not guilty. I'm going to say guilty. <laughs> it's yours. Yeah, Billy, he really had a, a – his stance was wavering the whole time. Yeah, it He's was. like, do I like golf? Do I? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I'm going to say guilty. Is this a therapy He's like, Prove me fuck, wrong. do I want to be a guy who's good yeah, at golf? You, do you know what, though? I like the idea of that sport that you talked about, which is you – Kicking a soccer ball as hard as you can in somebody's face. <laughs> that is I mean, a fun that sport. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, I'm into that sport. That's yeah. called it's good stuff. That's called travel soccer team. That's called in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, when we come back, Billy is taking us back in time for some true crime rewind. I took French in high school, and I was so excited that we were going to France for Jack's wedding so I could practice my French, and it was only when I got there I realized just how rusty I'd gotten, and I wanted to communicate in French with the locals there so badly. If you can relate to this experience, then Rosetta Stone is right for you. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. You can choose from one of 25 languages like Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish. Fast-track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a quick and natural way. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is so convenient, and it can be used on your desktop computer or as an app, with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. So if you're a super busy person and you don't have time to go to the gym, or maybe you just don't even want to go to the gym and work out in front of a bunch of different people, you need to check out the Aloe Moves app. I'm obsessed with this app. So it makes it easy to keep your wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place. There's yoga, there's Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, and so much more. So either you're a beginner or you're an advanced person, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that will fit your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. So even if you only have five minutes, you can just get some movement in. I used Allo Moves all during the pandemic. It was amazing. Like I was on my yoga journey and I was obsessed with it. So you can find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quiet moments, even if you don't really want to get a workout on. And when it comes to sleep, it's just important as fitness and nutrition, and they've got you covered with Allo Moves. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Allo Moves. Go to Allo Moves com and use code FIRST for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code FIRST, A-L-O-M-O-V-E-S.com, code FIRST. Okay, so listen, we are busy ladies over here on The First Degree, and when I have a moment of free time, I don't want to spend it grocery shopping. I want to spend it rotting on the couch and watching reality TV, and that is why I love Thrive Market. So Thrive Market is a go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to my doorstop is such a 
a huge time saver. So Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They actually restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So you can go on their website and use their filters to suit any of your lifestyle needs. If you're allergic to a certain ingredient, if you just don't want to have it in your life, that's why Thrive Market is so awesome. So whether you're looking for organic snacks for your kids or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. I love this so much because I don't want to read every ingredient when I go to the grocery store. It's so easy to do it online, honestly, when I'm rotting on the couch. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com first for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com first. Thrivemarket.com first. Yeah, it's Rewind time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to True Crime Rewind with Billy Jensen. Oh, and no. Alexis is going to tickle Alexis him. is going to tickle me. Stop it. <laughs> Jack. Jack. Jack is our HR representative, and I have lodged a formal complaint. I'm telling you, it makes Billy, like, rise to attention in terms of, like, him having... The energy that we need to yes. run your own. Alexis segment. and I have high energy, and Billy is always. Like, um, you're with you, Billy you Jensen. So, so <laughs> yeah, you guys are so high energy. You guys are always like, I'm so tired. I am so tired. <laughs> but we fucking bring it when we're Billy, off, this when is, we're rolling. This is called a job. All right. You got to turn on for your job. All right. Let's Boop. bring it. And you know what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about last meals because we talk about executions yep. in one of our first episodes. We're going to talk about last meals. Why do you think Last Meal started? I have no idea. I feel like I Googled this at some point, but I don't remember. But I think it probably has something to do with like dignity. Yeah, like some sense of humanity. It's like, oh, maybe it's for the afterlife or maybe it's like, hey, we're taking your life. I I, I don't know. Actually, I don't remember. You know what? It's a couple things. Really? And you're actually right on both, both of those accounts. So in medieval Europe... There was a belief that if a prisoner was well fed and then was put to death, they wouldn't come back as a ghost. Ooh. Oh, no one so... wants an angry ghost. No, no that's so interesting. Okay. No. That makes sense. That witchy shit. Of course, they don't want an angry, hungry, hangry ghost. Nobody wants a hangry ghost. Nope. A- exactly. So, have you ever thought about the, and I know we talked about this on First Degree, the, and we will get to our, Last meals yes. at some point because we we have to say it. Yeah. Now we know about John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy had deep fried shrimp, a bucket of KFC, French fries, and a pound of strawberries. A pound of strawberries. Yeah. Bundy had a plate of steak and eggs, hash browns, and coffee. He didn't eat any of it. Mm. And Timothy McVeigh was the one I always think about. Yep. Uh, two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yep. But there are others. I want to talk to you about some of the others here. There's a woman named Valerie Barfield, and she was dubbed the Death Row Granny, first woman to be executed by lethal injection in 84 since the reinstatement of capital punishment seven years prior. You know what she had? What? Cheese doodles. Cheese doodles. And And a can of Coke. Bag of cheese doodles, can of Coke. Okay. I'm into that. Yeah, I mean. All right. Now, James Edward Smith, who was a former tarot card dealer who shot a man during a robbery, he asked for a lump of dirt. 
And mm. did he eat it? No, because they said lump of dirt's not on the approved foods. That's not on the menu, bitch. Yeah. Not on the menu. So he was given, guess what he was given instead? Gruel? Mm. No, what's the worst thing you could think of? Mashed potatoes. Oh, uh, liver. Yogurt. Liver and onions. Yogurt. I love yogurt. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure the yogurt they gave him wasn't the I like even though, wasn't like, it? It wasn't like a nice Greek. Oh, okay. Fahe, Ew, fahe. yogurt. Or gross. that Icelandic yogurt. Have you had that? What is it made out of? I don't know. It's Icelandic. Have you had it, Billy? I, I, <laughs> it I have like it. You I just haven't. you're like I've not sure it. what I it's just, made of. I just no, it sounds like you've you're really familiar with it. <laughs> <laughs> I've <laughs> had like, it cool, and cool, cool. all yogurt's consistency I'm not into. All right, all right. So Oh, it sounds like you've really well, had it. That was a personal problem because most people like yogurt. Thomas J. Grasso. <laughs> He was in prison for strangling a woman, an 87-year-old woman with her Christmas lights on Christmas Eve. Oh, my which God. Is awful. And then he also killed an, an 81-year-old man in Staten I Island. I hate him. He asked for two dozen steamed clams and mussels, barbecue spare ribs, half a pumpkin pie with whipped cream and strawberries, a double cheeseburger from Burger King. Burgle? Or Burger King. <laughs> and here's the, here's the thing. And room temperature SpaghettiOs. Ew. His last words were, I did not get SpaghettiOs. I got spaghetti. I want the press to know this. Oh, my God. So the worst thing he asked for was prison mussels and clams. Steamed mussels and clams. Wait, I have They're not pro- coming from the prison. I was going to say, yeah, is yeah, this yeah, all no. coming from the prison? No, Where not. is it coming from? No, they're coming from some someplace Any outside, restaurant though. you yeah. want? Like, what are the specifics of this deal? Yeah, if you're well, asking yeah, for like, KFC, you're going to yeah, get it from, Wayne Gacy get from got, KFC. Yeah, John Wayne yeah. Gacy got KFC uh, chicken wings. Now, now there's one thing if that you don't... you've been in prison for a long time, you don't know where to order from. Sure you do. You do? If yeah. you've been in prison for 30 years? You, you know there's going to be an In-N-Out burger. Yeah, there's still your fast it's, food places. They not haven't gone Muscle anywhere. and Clams are us, my friend. <laughs> no. Well, maybe he ordered it from a specific restaurant, his favorite. Mm. Now, you never he, know. Now, here's yeah. the thing. It's like what you don't see in any of these is alcohol. Oh, can they not order They're booze? Not, not allowed to have booze wow. in, in most American prisons. Now, in San Quentin, before you get to the gas chamber, they used to give you a little bit of whiskey. They stopped that. But, but now, they give everybody whiskey? No, no. If you were going to the gas chamber, yeah, it's just like hey, you can have some whiskey. And I'd want to be say yes wasted. No. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be like, "This is a dream." I'm going to lean into this whole <laughs> whole pretend scenario. That is so scary. That's, I mean, it's terrifying. Even if you deserve it, it's scary. You know, we got to yeah. be honest about like the realities of that. It's yeah. scary. Now you know that Texas likes to put people to death. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but they don't have the last meal anymore. At they all. do have one, but it's the regular cafeteria food. And here's the reason why. It was a guy named Lawrence Brewer. Here's what he asked for. And this guy was a white supremacist. And he ordered two steaks, a triple meat cheeseburger, a cheese omelet, a large bowl of fried okra, three fajitas, a pint of ice cream, and a pound of barbecue meat. And you know what? He ate none of it. And people were outraged. A big fuck you, I'm yes. assuming. A Texas state senator said, you know what? Enough of this. And then they stopped it. From now on, you're going to have the same meal that everybody's having in the cafeteria. Wow. It is a waste of money. And honestly, like, you can't let this guy get one over on you. Where it's like, I'm going to make like people jump through tons of hoops to appease me. And then I'm going to not eat it to spite them. Well, I get he it. gets like the last laugh. Well, it's fucked up. He's actually like the worst kind of criminal. He ruined it for everyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he's selfish and petulant and spiteful. Yeah. And there's a guy named uh, a Virginia death penalty lawyer named John Sheldon. He actually said that um, the the last meal was not intended to comfort 
the person who was being put to death, but it was meant to, so society would see that, like, this is a human about to be killed. Right. You know, and just, just have a little bit of empathy. But everyone's going to have their own take on it, depending on their position on the death penalty. And that's not something we're talking about. We all have our own opinions on that. It is what it is, though. American law allows it. Federal law allows it. So we're just commenting on that. But, yes, based on people's beliefs about the death penalty, they're going to filter this meal through that belief. Yeah. Do... We know if they have the last meal in any other countries, or is it like a strictly American thing? I mean, the UK used to have the last meal. I'm not sure what they do now. I'm sure Western civilizations do. It's one of those like uh, pretty widely... Well, you know, here's the thing. Most continents actually don't have the death penalty. Mm -hmm. It's why the... uh, What is it? The EU didn't really want us in it. It's like us in Turkey, I guess, don't have the death penalty, and... They look down on us for that. Yeah. It's, uh, Europe doesn't have it. I don't think Britain has it. Yeah. So, All right. So my question is to you, what would be your last meal? And th- we're talking about not if you're a bad person, but what would be your last meal if you knew you were about to shuffle off that mortal coil the next day? What is a mortal coil? That's your skin. That's your body. Ew. Ugh. I'm repulsed. I just feel like it's your skin slithering off my your body. My coil? Mortal coil? Yeah. Ugh. More like my mortal velvet draping. Okay. That's also <laughs> so gross. I don't like That's either. George Costanza <laughs> reference, and I resent you for not yes. picking up on it. Yes. Um, Jacqueline, if your robe of velvet skin was to fall off you, what would your final meal prior to that experience be? Like okay. if you were a snake shedding your shedding mortal your last coil. layer. <laughs> so when we were talking about this, we're giving each other five, you five get five things. things you can add to your last meal. Am I going first? Yes. yes, please. Okay. So my first thing that I would get is a McDonald's 10 piece chicken nugget meal oh, yes. with a Coke. So that's one thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. So I got the nuggets. I got the fries. I got the Coke. I'm getting some ketchup and straight honey on the side. Oh, girl. That's one. Then I would get a Nobu sashimi plata. So I'm having all of my sushi delights. Yes. Then I think I would like just a fucking lobster. Ooh, whole lobster with a A vat of butter. Lobster with butter and lemon. And then that can kind of, that takes off most of my. My Biggest. meal, yeah. then I just want the best fresh-baked chocolate chip cookie mm. that I can get. What about a turkey sandwich? And then lastly, I didn't get a sandwich on here because I feel like the McDonald's can all right, really... All right, time out. Don't you tell just, a, No, don't... you just went to a nice, warm chocolate chip cookie, and then Alexis goes, what about a turkey sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Listen, a turkey As sandwich. a woman who has a fridge in my apartment with a half a turkey sandwich from Jacqueline on I know, an open I, platter. I, I've seen it in there. Here's the thing. Yes. I mean, a turkey sandwich is a, a mainstay in my meals, but I'm thinking of indulgence. Mm. So I was going to think... Mm-hmm. I was thinking turkey sandwich, but I'm also thinking... Lobster is so indulgent. Mm -hmm. So I was going with lobster. Okay, fresh baked chocolate chip cookie. And then to to really tie it all in a bow, mint chocolate chip ice cream with 
the chocolate magic shell fudge. on it. Ooh, the no, magic. chocolate the magic. Fudge. The magic shell. Mm, fudge. Mm. No, no fudge. I'm not a fudge. You right. go, Billy. Okay. Good meal, Jack. That's a good meal. Sorry, Pretty before good. I move on, and I'm pissed because we may have some overlap, but I'm going to try to think outside the box in the meantime. Okay. I'm going to go with a New York style pizza slice. Oh, Ooh, that's a good a one. Good yes. pizza. Yes. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. Nathan's fries. Yuck. Nathan's fries are pretty Nathan's good. Fries. McDonald's fries. No. I mean, Na- McDonald's fries are the best fry in the entire world. Nathan's entire fries. World. I would say McDonald's fries when they used to have the beef fallow on it, which was back, you know, in the 80s. They still have that yes. really, like, dirty grease that's yeah. delicious. A, um, a steak. Kay. And you know what? I'm fine with a steak from really anywhere. Give me an Outback steak. Give me an Outback filet. And, right. and I'm fine with that. It's not hard. A Reese's peanut butter cup egg. Yuck. Yes. Ew. So good. Ew. A pretzel with muffins. A Reese's egg? Yes. I'd be like, I'd throw up all my other food okay. if I ate all right, that. All right. Wait, is a Reese's egg, it's just the Reese's cup in an egg shape? Yes. Why did why not the cup? Because you like there's, more, you there's like more peanut butter. more peanut butter than that, there is No, chocolate. that's not a good, it's not a good no, ratio. No, the, the ratio is so good. It's off. Billy. And you guys are wrong in so many ways. <laughs> all right, can I keep going, please? I guess. A pretzel with mustard from uh, outside Yankee Stadium. Okay. Is it like soft? Yeah, yeah soft, soft pretzel. pretzel that's, a nice, that's a good choice. And I'm going to wash it down with a fribble from Friendly's. What the fuck is a I fribble? I hate when you say that word. I know. He, she hates a Friendly's. A fribble? I she, think... You know what other words, by the way, that Alexis hates? Tabernacle. Yep. Ramshackle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, fribble reminds me of like some, it's like a yucky sexual word. That's right. Like dog kibble, but with an F. <laughs> You sick fuck. Fripple. It like right. reminds me of like a like a, a loin or mm. something. A, a fripple loin. Would you like a fripple? A no. fripple loin. What the fuck yes. is a fripple? My my butcher is going to stop cut this. You a nice Leave her alone. A fripple. We want her to sleep tonight. Okay. What is it? Wait. Explain what a fripple is before we move to Alexis. It's a it's a shake from Friendlies. That has what in it? That, Three that, different that it, flavors. It, it could be a strawberry shake. Is usually what the. It's like a the, malt. Yeah. It's like a milkshake, but they yes. just. Why are they fribble? calling it? Fribble? Yes, oh, they're trying to brand. Yeah, so <laughs> branding. Do you know they anything about branding, milk. Jack Vanek? <laughs> they need some Jack Vanek help for they their sure branding because that is a, a disgusting word. Alexis, okay. what are your last meal choices? <sighs> okay, so I think to pull from each of you two. A surf and turf, a lobster oh, steak combo that's with nice. a dill butter dipping sauce, yes. maybe mm-hmm. a um, a potato on that plate also to <laughs> like knock that out. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. no, no. Now you're creating your no, meal. There's a side of mashed potatoes. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. Okay. So that's one thing. Then I love an incredible turkey sandwich. Since you didn't opt in on that, mm-hmm. like an amazing, like uh, all about the bread has one. Bay Cities in Los Angeles has one. Like an amazingly amazing turkey sandwich okay. with okay. cheese, and you put like salt and vinegar chips on it. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I did today. It was delightful. Then I'm gonna go with Jack with a sushi option. I'm gonna go sugar fish though. I'm gonna go mm. the uh, the try me, which trust is like me? fuck the trust me, whatever the fuck, a whole smorgasbord of sushi selections mm-hmm. then i'm gonna go hmm ooh, like a really good burrito mm. and i know that's not jack's thing but you know a burrito like a good, good burrito then i love i mean i'm from long island i love like an egg bagel with cream cheese ooh. like the best bagel there ever was right like the best carby fluffy yes. bagel with a Christian shit ton of cream cheese fuck ton of cream cheese wow that's actually am i out or do i have one more 
No, yeah. you, you, I think that's it, but I have one you're, more. You're not a sweets person, so uh, no, I don't want sweets. What I would want is like something, um, like a root, like I love like beets with like heirloom tomatoes and burrata. Like, I love like a healthy, but like cheesy, you're gonna eat healthy for your last no, meal, but like it tastes good with like burrata all over it mm. with like a crostini to mm-hmm. put it on top of. Yeah, I mean, I do love that. That is right, one of like, my favorite meals. A, a cheese, let me go with a cheese plate with some. Some veggies and stuff, like a crazy cheese charcuterie board is my last one mm, with lots plate. of that's, lots of carbs. That's an underrated yes. thing because the cheese plate could have truly anything on and it. And then I'd want alcohol pairings with all the things I just mentioned. Yes. Okay, bitches. All right, that, that was great. God, I feel fucking angry and hungry Ang- for some reason. Is what we call that hangry. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what's going to happen next. What's going to happen next, Billy? Next is we're going to hear. The worst things that oh, you've shit. ever done. Right. And we're talking about you, the listeners. So stay tuned. It's you're bad. All, it's you're bad. All, you're all the fucking worst. Okay, bye. Everybody loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story. So it's going to take you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. I'm really feeling this because... Lex and I both are really like into Gatsby stuff right now. So I am loving the vibe of this game. And you're going to step into the role as June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. It's perfect for all of the firsties out there. There's mystery, danger, and romance as you search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris. And you can customize your very own luxuries estate island. Think expansive gardens and beautiful buildings and collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, no cooking, or cleanup needed. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Get started today and get after your goals. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. For me, I was really struggling to get enough protein. I always do. But Factor's meals are protein-packed, and they're so good. And it's so easy when I'm slammed busy working in the middle of the day to just have lunch right there, not needing to do anything, except heat it up. Head to factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 and use code DEGREE50 to get 50% off. That's code DEGREE50 at factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 to get 50% off. You are a Friends, we are revisiting our fondest of times. Oh. The worst. The absolute worst. It's our favorite segment because we're all bad people deep down. I mean, I feel like everybody at the end of the day is probably a bad person. A little bit. And even if you're actually not, you're such a good person that you did one thing that's not even that and bad. And your bad thing will take you over. And you feel so bad about it when it wasn't even that big of a deal. That you are a bad person. And, and that's how you're able to recognize that it is bad because you are a good person. But it's not even bad. But you just are over empathetic. Mm-hmm. But my point is, is that forget all of that. 
send us the worst thing you've ever done, the worst thing at thefirstdegreepodcast.com, but ignore what I just said because you should really be sending it to us via voicemail with your own sad, sad, guilty voice. Yes. <laughs> 323-539-3516. Please leave us a voicemail. Your identity will be forever protected. So please send us that shit for the love of God. Anyways, I know we're encouraging voicemails, but we're going to uh, lead by disexample by reading an email we were sent. <laughs> but we, we advise against this, but here you go. Yikes. I still feel guilty about this sometimes. Then I realize some people just need to be knocked off their high horses and oh. humble themselves. Girl, yes. Oh. I try to be very salt of the earth. I am never petty unless I have super valid reason. Anyways, years ago, I used to work for an optometrist office, and some doctors are just god-awful people along with their office manager. I see where this is going. (laughs) This place was a top-notch location and sold very high-end glasses. We were made to sell, sell, for the love of God, sell, which I get. That's what we were there to do. That was our job. I'm not even really sure how we even got hired. Anyways, the people who were working there were very, very mean. And our friend here who wrote in just could not take it anymore. So what she said was, anyways, one day I could not take what was happening anymore. And here's the kicker and where I did the worst thing I've ever done. Reviews were everything to this office. They lived and died by the reviews that they were receiving. Absolutely. Like we would read them every morning in the office meeting to make sure what was going on was okay. And Uh they were holding people accountable based on these, these reviews. She said, one day I was so fed up and I sat next to the office manager and I wrote an anonymous absolute worst review about her ever saying she was rude, called her, mean and said she ate at her desk and that I was appalled by it. (laughs) They did not read that review aloud in the office meeting, but they were humiliated and they searched all day in the charts looking for clues about which patient it could have been who left this review. She said, I worked there for another six months. The only soul I told was my husband who definitely thought they deserved it. The day I quit, I asked her if she remembered that review, and I was so damn mad walking out of that place that I came clean, and I told her I wrote it. (laughs) I left and had another job lined up the very next day. I now work in education in elementary school kids. I'm a school custodian, and I am just as happy as I can be with no mental stress. Just pop in my headphones and listen to the podcast eight hours a day. It's not the most important job or glamorous, but I have not cried a day since. Girl, you, what I appreciate about this, you owned your shit. Mm-hmm. And you told she, her. I mean, I. You're my hero. She. Not many people would own up to their shit. She didn't have to. No. She didn't have to, but th- she held that on her guilty conscience and she had to complain. And I love that about God, her. God, I love how the, the life she lives in hindsight, where she's like, mm, watching them all spiral, trying to figure mm-hmm. out who it was, and then absolving herself of the guilt by coming clean. Yeah. Girl, you have it all figured out. She really did it. Well, this is what I think is interesting about our situation is, I mean, 
pretty much if you own a business, you're probably going to get a bad Yelp review, right? But so, most of the time, it's like you're a sandwich shop and there's, you know, dozens or hundreds of patrons that come in every day. This optometrist probably had five patients a day. They had their name, their phone number, <laughs> their email, exactly what they did. So they could track down who was writing this review and yes. they did their investigative work to find who who it was. So that was a ballsy move to even write this very specific review. Yeah. It's because she came clean. But can I ask you a question, Billy? If you were a business, yeah. how would your reviews be? <laughs> if I was a business, like how would my human? reviews be? As a human? Not a human. A human. Human. Do you think you would have good reviews? I think I'd have good reviews, but they would say that my bedside manner was not uh, great. I but mean, he, listen. But, he, I, but we, he gets the job done. We all pretty much are... We, our we lives, open our subs up to lives. reviews. Our lives, we have bad reviews. Exactly. Our lives Believe are I have our bad businesses. reviews. It's like, yeah, the guy gets the job done. But, I mean, I can read some of the reviews. I recently had a, uh, a comment, um, I believe, on Instagram that, that, that simply said, could you be more of a pretentious prick? <laughs> the answer is no, my friend. No. Yes. So, uh, there you go. Actually, you could try. Don't dare him. Yeah, don't dare oh, this guy. Oh, He'll I'm, do oh, it. He'll wear his hat. Oh, He'll... I'm going there. And the hat's coming on. Yeah. And you know, you know what? He I'm might gonna start golfing too. And he <laughs> might wear a matching short with that hat. Yeah. Oh, and a matching Squirt. What were those shoes that you talked about the other episode? The, the Sanooks? The Sanduks? And a matching or, or, for the love of God, keep those Sanduks yes. out of here. Yes. Keep and, the Sanduks out of here. And I will here. be eating a Reese's peanut butter egg in Disgusting. front of you. Disgusting. You're sick. <laughs> You're a- Billy's just alone with his little sad sandals <laughs> eating a peanut butter egg Here's by himself. Here's the thing when I think about the egg. I know I'm going way off course now. I feel like it's one of those eggs that you bite into and then the whole egg cracks and then peanut butter just starts dripping no. all over your hand. Jack, when I picture you with a little egg in a quarter, I see you as like a little mongoose who stole it from a fucking hen house. That's what she looks like right now. Right? She's, like, she's like, ooh. It's like I see a ferret eating an egg under a porch somewhere. But, I, I, but I, the egg is... And for some reason in my mind, this, the peanut butter and the egg is like liquid. So then when you bite it, it just like starts spilling everywhere, and the all eggs right, cracking all, all over your hand. I don't know if you were fucking Billy or sicker. You guys have <laughs> you're, to congregate. You're thinking of the Cadbury creme egg or cream. You egg. are sick creme? for saying these things. <laughs> creme. Yes. I hate Billy's you. Billy's invented his own accent. He's like creme. You are like you're uh, Catherine O'Hara. Mm-hmm. In Shit's yes. Creek with the a bebe. Bebe. Yeah. You're like bebe. creme egg. Creme Extraordinaire. Egg. Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. done with that. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. you know what it's time for? It's time for the Costanza stanza, bitches. <sighs> I'm so glad we're all here for this. So, <laughs> by the way, when we were talking about this episode in general and Alexis was talking about the Costanza stanza, she's like, you know, I'm, I have to finesse. Well, it is, it is a haiku. Well, or, could, or is it not? No, this is more just a series of quotes that George Costanza himself said that I'm going to repeat in uh, dramatic reading. Love it, love it, love it. So, like, okay. I didn't write this. I used to do this with music lyrics. I would take lyrics from, like, Counting Crows and Third Eye Blind and kind of mm. mish them together and create my own Yes, yeah, so these are three Ooh, profound like quotes. Yeah. These are fr- three pr- profound cro- quotes written by the writers of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, the, as George. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, so... Quote, my father was a quitter. My grandfather was a quitter. I was raised to give up. It's one of the few things I do well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Quote, 
Closed quote. Open quote. I'm disturbed. I'm depressed. I'm inadequate. I've got it all. Uh, one of my that favorite. resonates the most. <laughs> one of my favorites. Quote. If you take everything I've accomplished in my life and condense it down to one day, it looks decent. Close quote. <laughs> Genius. Bye. <laughs> You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.